Hello, welcome back to our podcast. Um, as promised, well, not quite as promised. Yeah, we're just slightly late again. Uh, previewing the championship series, even though it's already started. Um, but first of all, I guess we should mention how the division series turned out. Uh, yeah. I can't actually remember what our predictions were, though, can you? Can you remember any, any of the predictions? Uh, we predicted... I, I don't think really any of them were right, were they? I don't think we had the Cardinals beating the Dodgers. No. Um, we had low scoring in the Rays-Astros, which it was quite low scoring. So I'll take that. I didn't see that going to five games, though. Um, I, and... I had the Braves as well, I think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, partly because of the workload of their pitches in the wildcard game. I think we went with the Yankees there, didn't we? Or... Yeah, we did go with the Yankees. Um, and high scoring, which it was relatively high scoring. So I guess we, we can take... That's the one that we probably got right. Yeah. Uh, my main takeaways from that series were... Uh, Jarrett Cole's ridiculous, which isn't really a new takeaway. But the weird decision to start Verlander that backfired, I didn't really get that. I don't know why people are obsessed with trying short rest. It doesn't usually work. No. In um, fact, I saw a um, about that. Well, with like, well, Kershaw um, blowing it again for the Dodgers. Do you see that Petriello tweet the other day about number of times on short rest compared to Bumgarner? Yeah, and um, yeah. Bumgarner obviously known for that. What was it? Bumgarner was like zero or something. It was no starts, two relief appearances, but one of those was a five-inning outing in Game Seven of the World Series. So you know, yeah, he he has he has pitched on short rest, but not as often as Kershaw's been asked to. Yeah, and I guess that it comes down to management, doesn't it? Really? Yeah, I, I think that was also a quote. I think it was Petrello again who shared it about um, Dave Roberts said something about it wasn't an analytical decision. Is like Kershaw said, I want to do this. Yeah, and that's kind of the strength of management, isn't it? Is is to say even to your future Hall of Famer, I can't remember just how many Cy Youngs he's got, but to, to be able to say to him, no, mate, like you've you've tried this before. Short rest is stupid. We have have some faith in your bullpen, maybe go to someone yeah. else who's not as big a name. Especially it's the difficult. Dodgers. The Dodgers, yeah. well, the bullpen's not as good as it has been the last few years, but it's still not exactly a liability. Yeah, um, and it, going to the Astros thing with Verlander, the odd thing with that was they weren't going to lose the, ser- the series there. They were trying to clinch it instead of go to a game five. But the other option was you'd have Verlander and Cole for game five. I know they won game five in the end anyway, so it doesn't seem too bad. But they ended up burning him, and then it was just... It was a really weird one. The the, the desire to do short rest was seems bring to out the go again. Was it? No, they started him in game four. And he oh, right. did 3.1 and gave up like three homers and a load of runs. Um, and there's still... It's one of the few things in baseball that still seems to go against logic a bit or or um, evidence, I think. Yeah. Even the... I I think it's the... Um, I know, because it's, when it's worked, it's basically gone down, you know, as being like a great stroke of genius and you know changing the their their postseason the team's postseason stuff yeah 
So I, I guess that just gets overblown a bit. Yeah, and people people hear about the successes, but forget about all of the many times that it doesn't work, which is most of the time. Yeah, it, it's sort of it's where the the new school. I I don't really like calling it that because it's kind of just the sensible. If you've got evidence of something, look at it. Um, but it's where the the cleaner thinking of that meets the the sportsman wanting to be the hero heroism a bit, I think, as well. Because I have yeah. no doubt, like it sounds like Kershaw, uh, that Verlander would have wanted to take that on. I'll clinch the series for us today. I'm like, I may well win this, another Cy Young. I'm a Hall of Famer. I'm going to go and do this. But again, it's the strength, I think, with not just the manager, but maybe the whole organization to say, no, we don't need to do that. Yeah. They didn't need to clinch it then, like you said. And they actually put themselves in a slightly riskier position. Because what if Cole hadn't gone as deep and they'd needed a couple of innings from someone out of the bullpen in game five that could have been Justin Verlander? I mean, basically, if they had Cole and they'd arrested Cole and arrested Verlander going into game five, it was all over, wasn't it? There was no way they were going to win. It happened to be all over anyway. Yeah. But if anything, that decision just seemed to leave the door ajar for the, the Rays to snatch it. It's a, a weird one. Yeah, I don't really. Yeah, there's um, strange from the Astros as well, who are usually, you know, sensible and make the right decisions about absolutely everything. Yeah, well, that's. I think that's what I was sort of clumsily trying to say with the. It's where the, the clinical Astros meet, sporting superstardom, and then it get you're in sort of, a bit of a grey area. Yeah. I mean the. I was um, going on to the other American League series. I was pretty surprised about the Twins rolling over like that completely, to be honest. Yeah. I, it, was, it was basically two big power lineups, wasn't it? And um, and one of them didn't really do anything. <laughs> but like I think I actually said, is it was it, it did basically come down to, even though neither of them had great pitching staffs. The Yankees, you feel like, have guys that could at least, well, like, you know, Tanaka and Paxton and stuff. I don't know what what did Paxton actually do. Actually, I'm just trying to find out. But you know, you know what I mean. Like the the guys that have have been good, that have have been dominant in the past, um, like really dominant, managing to just not be quite as bad as the Twins and the Twins with their like almost non-existent bullpen um, I guess it's just got destroyed by the Yankees lineup. yeah I think it's just that Yankees lineup. it's going to be <laughs> it's just horrendous to contain isn't it yeah, it's just I'm, absolutely awful the, the Twins lineup's just as strong this year though really isn't it uh, I don't think it's quite as good I think because the Yankees lineup, their their numbers in the regular season were basically very similar, but that's without Judge and Stanton playing, and Judge and Stanton are back. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I I don't know. I I I think it's I think you have to give a bit of credit to the Yankees pitching being, you know, better than they have been most of the regular season. To be honest. Well, it's also like you said on the previous podcast, though, is that they had the depth of bullpen that did end up helping them out. I'm just looking at a game three, for instance, 
Luis Severino only had to do four innings. Then Canley, Ottavino. Ottavino didn't actually get any outs. Chad Green, Zach Britton, Rodis Chapman. Yeah. So that that was obviously pretty telling. Yeah, the the um the uh twins attempted um like trades to improve their bullpen really didn't work, did they? Some of that sadly is a big market versus small market thing. Yeah. I think is it's, that you, yeah. not not many teams would pay the amount of money they've got committed to Chapman, Britain and Ottavino, for instance. Like that's just, just plenty of teams are not gonna bother doing that. Yeah, and even when even when um small market teams are at their peak of of their powers and like you know, ready to win right now. They're never gonna have a bullpen that's that deep. No, and that expensive is just yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of, it's a shame. I mean, it's sort of the nature of baseball. It it doesn't have doesn't have a hard salary cap like the other sports that should level the playing field like this. There's always going to be certain advantages to big market teams, but I think in the playoffs that's often where it seems to come through. You can have really good small market bullpens, of course. Like the Brewers last year had quite a deep bullpen. Yeah. It, but it wasn't from quite that, like this. They don't last. Yeah, so you have to constantly rebuild them. Like you're often, there's so often going to be wastage in them. Yeah. For instance, like if you look at the Giants this year, I don't, we end up talking about the Giants too much. They're not a playoff team. It's silly, but Mark Melanson, that they managed to have a bullpen around him because they were willing to pay guys like Dyson as they rebuild him and pay yeah. even Watson. I know Watson wasn't on a massive amount of money, but yeah. smaller market teams just won't give out those deals necessarily. Yeah, I think as well that we're having the having a small market. Um, a, a really good ball, uh, bullpen as a small market team is mainly about the front office management and coaching within the organisation isn't it I think yeah really it's like you need to constantly be bringing through um, like controllable relief pitches and pick, picking up guys that either minor league guys or guys that um, have previously been good in the major leagues and have been discarded and then making them good again which Sam Dyson I guess is quite a good example of that of that's what the Giants did um, and then when they made him good the Twins traded for him and he turned out he he wasn't that good I mean we've watched him a lot and, and there's basically uh, as we talked about before there's certain things that it seems like he's like you like you basically should never ever leave him in with runners on base because he just can't pitch runners on base for some reason he just well there's also the, this potential injury issue which is yeah. You can argue whether that was luck or whatever with, yeah. With their, I mean, he, he, he was one of their big like, trades. He seems like he, his uh, his confidence can get damaged very easily and stuff like that. And all of that is coaching and management stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Some of this though, because they, it wasn't all bullpen losses. So for instance, one of them, I think it was game two. There was a grand slam because I was stayed up watching that, saw the grand slam get hit, and then gave up with it. They got blown out early on in the game. It was just basically their whole pitching staff isn't good enough to cope yeah. in the postseason. And yeah, it would their, um, their, their rotation feels... is not on the level of any of the others, is it? No, but say say the um, say stuff falls differently though. Say they meet the Rays somehow in yeah. the in the DS, and the Yankees play the Astros, and then they get to the championship series and then get swept. It wouldn't feel quite as bad, even though the outcome is the same. It's still well, you know, they didn't get bumped in the yeah. first round. They won some postseason yeah. games. I'm, I'm not, and they that, could have done that with their roster. They, they could, could have. have like, I'm not that sure they would have beaten the Rays, though, to be honest. 
No, neither am I. But I'm just saying, like, getting swept yeah. in the first round is because they have a their pitching staff isn't really up to the postseason. Yeah. I think. I think, it, and it, they it, came up against this Yankees lineup, which is just well. We're going to see what they do against this yeah. Astros rotation. I mean, it basically shows the importance of pitching in the postseason, isn't it? It's oh like yeah, they were basically carried there by having over the regular season the best lineup in baseball. Yeah, um, you can't do that. You can't do that. Yeah, that's not going to work when you're up against. You know, like the best pitchers in the league, every at bat. Yeah, and and deep bullpens. You you can't work them out of a game early on and and get yeah. a guy in the fifth and then or sixth feast inning. Off their middle relievers. No, because it well that's another reason why maybe the Yankees were just like the worst matchup for them in a way. It's easy to say that now, obviously. Um, so I think there's there's an element of luck with that. They they weren't going to win the World Series of that roster because it just wasn't balanced enough. The same way that the Rays' offense just isn't quite at the standard to probably go all the way. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. Although I. I don't know. I feel like the. I mean, I just really like the Rays. Like you said, like you said, they probably weren't the standard of the other teams. They're obviously not one of the best teams, based on their roster. But I feel like they also have that that composition that could have done it. Oh yeah, they they could have they could have um, sort of muddled their way through. I mean, you know, they they've got the the high strikeout starting pitches and stuff um, that that are flexible. All of that ridiculous like ridiculous depth bullpen with the stuff and everything that everyone knows about, and the clever stuff they do with the bullpen. It's, I, I feel like in a way that they are roster almost built to be successful in the postseason. It's just they come up against the Astros, but they did, and they did manage to take the Astros to a game five. So I mean, oh yeah, I agree. It would have been really fun. I mean, it, this isn't going to happen because there's too much history in baseball. If they, if you had a mixed leagues postseason, it would be really interesting to see them against some of the National League teams. Because while I wouldn't say I saw someone, I can't remember who it was say that the AL Championship Series is going to decide the World Series. I'm afraid that isn't how this works. No, no one thought it would be the Nationals and the Cardinals in the Championship Series. It's not that simple. <laughs> but no, they, Both those teams have now got huge momentum compared to... And just, it, it's such a lottery. Like, yeah. Zach, Zach Greinke had a nightmare the other day. What if he has one? And, and I, I don't know. Like it, it, It's far too flexible for that. But it would have been interesting to see them against some teams that aren't quite so loaded, because yeah. it just it does feel kind of unfair playing the Astros. Yeah, I know. They're just ridiculously good. Well, I mean, on the it's... other hand, if they had managed to um, to like win that game five, for example. Yeah. Um, that would have been fun. Know. I mean. Yeah, it would have been a pretty big story, wouldn't it? And they would have... I, I would have almost bat them. They would have almost been my favourites, I think, to win the World Series if they'd beaten the Astros. Yeah, maybe, it would have been maybe fun. slightly over the top, but... Yeah, anyway, it would have been interesting. Yeah. Which probably... Let's mention, before we actually go out and look ahead to the Championship Series, let's quickly talk about the National League ones because we've just been talking about the um, American League side of it. Actually, we're talking about we did talk about the Dodgers a bit, actually, didn't we? Yeah, briefly. But um, uh, the Nationals just 
just the starting pitchers and basically not using anyone yeah. else, which is quite interesting. I, that talk about bullpen management, that's been has ended up working out really nicely for them. Yeah, despite not having a bullpen. Yeah, by creating um, one. Yeah, and the and the thing is with um, thing is with that though, is that there's a a bit like well a bit of a difference with a seven game series if it manages to go that far. Um, compared to the five game series, I think with that, I don't know. I suppose we'll see if that. But like, yeah. You know, I, I don't know whether they're going to keep using Scherzer out of the bullpen. Do we know that? We probably know that by now, actually. I haven't seen... Um, um, it wasn't an issue yesterday. It, it wasn't an issue yesterday because of Annabelle Sanchez. I mean, yeah, that I that was so big for them. If they get to the World Series, or let alone win it, that will be that could be the defining performance that yeah. everyone forgets about, maybe because it was game one. But he had a no-hitter going deep into the game. It meant, that, like you said, they didn't have to make the decision about using any of the starters out of the bullpen. It yeah. gave everyone a rest, and they got a win with Scherzer up next. And I guess, is is it then going to be Strasbourg? Strasbourg uh... and then, then Corbin? Like, how that sets them up is incredible. Yeah, it's, it doesn't say yet on the, on LB, on the MLB website. It doesn't okay, have their... Well, um, you'd assume Scherzer, it... it doesn't have who they've got. I guess they are just being flexible, though, aren't they? If Scherzer yeah. has to come out early, for example, and they've got like a small lead, they may well go to Strasbourg or something. Yeah. But then, you know, if, if they don't need to use Strasbourg, then he'll start the next game. But so if, it, they, they do need their... They need their starting pitchers to perform now, though, don't they, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. Those, I mean, I... I mean, I'd be very surprised if Scherzer has, like, a bad game. But, I mean, imagine, you know... Well, Wainwright, actually, is coming off a really good start, isn't he? Yeah. If he, um... If he, you know, does that again, and Scherzer gives up, like, three runs and has, like, a high pitch count after, like, six innings, and they have to take him out, uh, then it's like... I don't know if you want to use up Strasbourg and what's looking like could be a loss... So then maybe that's... No, I, I don't to, think you do. No, they, they shouldn't. But, you know, that's like... Even with Scherzer giving you six innings free runs, you feel like they then have a very... You know, a very unlikely to win it because of how shaky their bullpen is. Yeah, on the the talk of um, starting pitcher usage, that was another thing that... Um, may, I don't know if it's questionable, but it's a debatable decision anyway. With Flaherty after they got that massive, massive first-inning lead yeah. in Game 5, that they then pitched him, which obviously pushed his next start back. Yeah, he's he's now due to do Game 3, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that seemed unnecessary, didn't it? I, although I guess it was just a thing they had him down and he'd already warmed up and stuff, I guess. It's, but There's also the other side of it, is what if they come back and you've taken him out after 15 pitches? Like your career as a manager is over. I've, I imagine that might have been part of the thought process, as negative as it may sound. Yeah. Oh, I, I. Yeah. Although I mean, just I just like the um, logistics of it as well, though. I think is that for when pitches are starting, they need to warm up for a long time, don't they? 
Yeah, so they yeah. wouldn't be able to get anyone ready to do a big bulk of innings at such short notice. Um, so then it's effectively you're using up almost all of your bullpen, probably. So it's like you either, you know, use up Flaherty or you use up... Well, I, I guess relievers it doesn't matter so much because it's the final game of the series and there's a bit of a rest, but, you know, you, you're using all of your relievers and putting uh, more pitches in their arms, or you're just using one pitcher. Well, it's not just one, obviously, because you expect to go to the bullpen a bit, but, you know, it's potentially potentially like four pitches or something that you'd have yeah, to the use o- for the amount that he so the, would do. The other thing in that series was um, Mike Soroka only pitched once in a five-game series. And Keuchel and Fultonewicz both pitched twice. What's that about? Fultonewicz was actually really good in his first one and then completely ruined everything in his second start. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is that's comically bad, isn't it? I think Fultonewicz is one of those, isn't he? Get the feeling of him that he's one of those starters that he's either like untouchable, you know, throwing, throwing like high night fastballs and stuff and, and it's just completely dominant, or he just has a has a nightmare. Like we we've seen, haven't we, when we watched a game? Maybe when he was really really clearly tipping pitches. Yeah, and we could tell watching that he was like really obviously tipping, uh, whether it was like a, a fastball or a changeup. And you know, that was pretty much all he was throwing, fastballs and changeups. And it was, and you could tell very very clearly, even from TV, which one it was. Yeah. So in his regular season starts this year. There were four where he gave up five, five, eight, and eight. And then there were 11 where he gave up two or fewer. So that yeah. does basically fit with that. Is There were a few times when he was absolutely terrible. And yeah, a lot he, of times it was really good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... Not a great like deal that, in between. expecting like a four ERA, but it sounds like, you know, he he very rarely gave up runs at that rate for a game if you know what I mean yeah he did yeah, give you it... a consistent you know just a solid consistent start like ever it was just either dominant or he loses you the game yeah those pitches are sort of not that useful in a way no because that, that can end up being quite a lot of games that you're just out of altogether yeah and... yeah that, that was another thing I just thought was worth touching on because that was a strange quirk and not for a team that had a wild card game either yeah, that doesn't make any sense. No. I mean, wasn't Freed coming out the bullpen as well all the time when he was... Yeah. I guess there might have been some innings concerns. That might have been it. I don't know. Yeah. That's the only way you can make... Yeah, that, I guess that, that's the thing with the Braves, isn't it, as well? Is that even with the postseason, I mean, with, maybe even with Soroka only pitching once, is that they're still looking to the future. Unlike what the Phillies have done coming out of their rebuild. The Braves are all about that. They're keeping hold of all their, all their valuable young players, um, and they're just slowly looking to slowly improve and bring that group forward. So, it, yeah, I guess to them, it does, even though it's a bit disappointing for Braves fans and stuff, and may, less than what people were expecting, it doesn't really matter that much. I mean, it's like you know, everyone expects them now to. They're going to be like far and away the favourites for their division again next year and probably the year after that and the year after that unless you know 
Yeah, I mean, there are a few few things in that division that um, could change it very drastically this offseason. You don't know what the Mets are going to do. Like, the the Syndergaard trade stuff's going to come up again, isn't it? Because it comes up every few weeks. JT Realmuto is going into a contract year, am I right? I think he's a free agent at the end of next season. Yeah. Which is obviously massive. Are they going to pay him the bag? I, I think they probably will. But that's sort of part of the game. Yeah, they're and, sort of all and, in on that strategy now, aren't they, the Phillies? Yeah, and Anthony Rendon's free agency. Does he stay in Washington or does he go... Because if you take him out of the Nationals lineup, Yeah, the Nationals aren't that close. Yeah, later every, everything changes quite drastically. Or who knows, maybe they sign Anthony Rendon. That would be the, the real turn-up. Yeah, because Josh Donaldson's a free agent, actually, isn't he? Yeah, they don't seem that keen on spending like that. So it's more likely he goes to the Phillies, probably. Yeah. Although yeah, not I very could, likely. I could see that happening, but hope not. Um, Back into the shadow of Bryce Harper. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it basically that series ended with, well, as we said, the uh, the Braves uh, pitching absolutely collapsing, didn't it? The meltdown of all meltdowns. That I was, tr- I was about to turn that game on. I was like, let's just start. I won't miss much. In first yeah, I did as well, actually. I turned it on. Um, I think when I turned it on, it was 6 nil with with one out. And the one out was a bunt. Yeah. Yeah, I looked at my phone to check the scores. Oh, I'll have a look at that. It's about to be on a minute. I've watched so many innings where there's been like, yeah. nothing's happened at all. And it's just been complete shut down. Like, I'll miss an inning. It won't matter too much. And the I, one yeah, inning I, I missed... I just got my like most... TV stream straight on. Didn't even look ahead. I was like, "Oh, this is—it's only just started. It's only been on for like ten minutes. It's going to be, this is going to be at least watchable for a bit." And immediately, it's it's over. Yeah, not great. Not I, great. I, to be honest. I guess that when you're saying that those um, inconsistent starting pitches aren't that useful, I guess that's the perfect example of it, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Well, that doesn't he, really. He was good in his then first, first start. <laughs> Can't have a stronger example than that, can you? But like, it doesn't he, really matter he, if he if he loses a any postseason game, let alone a, a <laughs> an elimination game. If you put him in, a, give you line up a chance. Yeah, if you put him in that in in that series, basically, in the in his good start, his win probability added, for instance, won't be anywhere near one, will it? No, because that. But whereas yeah. in that game the other day, it was basically like that was a loss there was literally as as most a loss that a starting pitcher can ever be given that was literally he lost the game yeah he must, he must feel awful I mean just horrendous and not good for the series either to be honest been a pretty entertaining series up until then yeah I know I'd yeah I don't know whether they'll um, I, he'll be, have as much of a role next year to be honest I don't think he should do Anderson. Anderson's coming through, isn't he? Sorry? Anderson's likely to come up. Yeah, maybe next year. That reminds me, we need to do some stuff with our fancy team, by the way. Oh, right, yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit, I suppose. Yeah. Maybe we should do it after, after the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway. Um, we've sort of already started moving on to the Championship Series. This sort of all the structure is just gone of this. Well, I guess it's because they they are so interlinked because so much of postseason baseball now and the way that people have used their pitches has been the main story. I think this postseason. Yeah. 
it's, they are very much the same animal. Yeah. Um, so do, what do you reckon is going to be the outcome? What are we going for predictions? Yeah, let's do some pr random predictions now. I don't... I can't remember when in the podcast we usually do them. Maybe we should get some sort of format for these podcasts at some point. <laughs> yeah, that might help. I think um, we've got an advantage on the National League one. I would be amazed if the Nationals don't win now. I, you know, I'm I'm going to say the Cardinals. What? Because of a, a good Wainwright start tonight or something spins it. Well, may, maybe the Nationals even win this one. Um, but yeah, it, I think if the Nationals lose this. Uh, the Cardinals have got a big, big advantage. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I agree with that. Because they then, you know, Scherzer, is, they can't keep bringing Scherzer out the bullpen and stuff. Even if they win this, then the next one, which which I've, I've used, have to use Strasbourg in this one, in which case, no Strasbourg starting for the next few games. Um, or they don't, and then Strasbourg has to start. And then they're relying on another gem from Strasbourg. Um, or, I suppose, just the... the um, Well, the offence isn't going to destroy them because it's Flaherty, the next one. But, you know, so... At some point, basically, one of their starting pitchers isn't going to pitch a gem. And no then trouble. they're going to have to either go to their shaky bullpen, and it's a loss, probably. <laughs> or... Mm. They have to use another one of their starters, um, uh, out the bullpen, which then means the next game, um, you know, they don't have a starting pitch for pretty much. Almost, I think the best thing that can happen for um, Davy Martinez is that if they're losing a game when he needs to take his starter out, they're getting absolutely thrashed. Yeah. So if, like you said, is if they're not going to throw a game-winning gem. Make sure you've lost the game by the time you're coming out of the gate. By the time you're leaving, oh. like don't don't let the manager consider putting in one of the starters. Well, I I could see something t today, like you know, something like this wouldn't go that badly for them. I think it, it's um and probably what they should do. Say you know Scherzer gives them a strong start, say seven innings or something. Yeah. Um. But they've got like a two-run lead. It's a low-scoring game. Um, so that at that point, I reckon you have to go to Strasbourg. Yeah, you've got to try and go. You know, go for the go the for the jugular. Lead. Um, which I mean, the two-nil lead is is very strong. You know, it's a very strong position to be in. Um, but yeah, I think that's the, the clever move to make. But even if that happens, you know, well, I, I, they've still got Corbin. I guess. I guess this thing they've got so many stars, but. Is basically they're going to end up if the series gets dragged out by the end of the series they're going to have like you know no no good pitches at some point basically going to be forced to use their like you know um, middle relievers basically or their setup guys or something and their best chance their best chance of doing that and winning the series is to probably do that when they're being blown out yeah. That's what I mean. Is that yeah they they yeah they almost need to be blown out. Tight losses for the Nationals, I think, is is awful. That's is the worst thing that can happen to them. Because they'll yeah they may well end up using their 
um, the starters and it's gruesome. Yeah, so like, like well, tonight, like they they bring Strasbourg in because they think they really need to go 2-0 up, and then Strasbourg blows it. Oh, that then would be that, then that's terrible. Crash. They're an absolute terrible absolute position for the rest of the series. Yeah, almost. It's like the thing is, even if say Scherzer does six and two, six innings, two runs, and Wainwright's done six shutout. Yeah, I think they have to even then go to their their dodgier part of their bullpen. Yeah, you yeah, can't they even do, don't they? Yeah, and that's the hard decision because that that you basically have to go. We're gonna damage our chances of winning the game when we're only yeah. two runs behind in a postseason yeah, game. That's the that point is I was difficult. Making earlier um is that that's different in that situation you feel like six innings two runs from their starter um you feel like unless the other star has had a terrible start they still are not not got a great chance of winning yeah i think he's got a difficult job but then the other side of it is He's got four really good starting pitches, so it's hard to feel too sorry for him. Yeah. And um, I don't know when Daniel Hudson's going to be back, because you see he was on paternity leave. Yeah, which seemed odd timing. Uh, so I, I don't know when he's I don't know when he's going to be available. Um, the headlines that I've just seen from searching are all that he's missing game one, so if that means he's back tonight or what, I don't know. Um it could it could may well mean that because just one inning from him and he's actually yeah. reliable is huge, isn't it? That's absolutely huge. Yeah. In the in the the building of this this strange thing they have to do to try and win games, yeah, it doesn't is... feel like a way that you can win a World Series. No. But they've got this far. I, this is the thing I think with a seven game series. You know, if it goes to six or seven, compared to a five game series. I think you, they're going to need to use like all four of their starters as starters. They're probably going to need to use four different starting pitches if it goes to seven games. And then in that case, they either have to use you know a worse starter or one of them, or um, they're not going to have any of them to bring out the bullpen. I think there's also a chance. The reason that I say I'm I'm so heavily in their favour when they're only one game up though is the fact that they've now got another home game with Scherzer. And I know they face Flaherty, but this lineup is really good and they are good at grinding out at-bats. They, yeah. They're not going to... I don't think they're going to get rolled over. I don't think they're going to get just get complete... They did by Bueller earlier in the uh, season, but I, they don't, I don't think they're going to have a guy just do like eight innings and completely untroubled. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, so I I I think it's possible they sweep because of the way the pit that that Annabel yeah. start yesterday was so so big. Yeah, I think that is the, that is the thing is it could easily go the other way of all their starters do pitch gems like you know like like you know that all of them can, but they they all do it in a row and then that is a quick sweep. Yeah. Yeah. With probably short games as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, two and a half hour jobs where they've won three nil, sort of yeah. thing. It's going to be pretty interesting, though that series. Yeah, I, I think, think these. This is a fascinating series because I, I've, I found it really hard to predict the NL Central. I was higher on the Nationals than most, despite thinking they probably paid Corbin a bit too much. Um, but I definitely didn't have these two in the championship series. I think everyone just kind of 
scribbled the Dodgers in. Yeah, and won the Braves against the Cardinals, really. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I sort of thought that these are the underdogs, really, yeah. in their two division series, and I, it's really I, cool that's happened. Yeah, I think this is a thing that I think we touched on it. Maybe we touched on the last podcast about um, like the recent trends of teams rather than the whole season. Yeah, these two have been on fire. Yeah, second half. Even though the Cardinals' record looks like they're nowhere near as good as the Braves, the Cardinals for like yeah the last few months have been like one of the best teams. Yeah, really, and that's the, that's the Paul Goldschmidt effect. The Paul Goldschmidt just yeah. playing like, like absolute toilet for the first half. What he does now, or after last last season and this season now, yeah, where he's terrible, then plays the Giants, and then it just ignites him. And then, yeah, just hits like three home runs off the Giants in the series or something. Yeah, ga- game one and game four homers in the, against the Braves as well. Yeah, even with the ball. Have you heard about the ball stuff? No. Well, you know all the stuff. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I did hear about the ball. Yeah, they use it. They've changed it. Basically. Yeah, apparently they've changed it. Although obviously, Rob Manfred completely denies it, like he did before when. There was evidence that they changed the rate of the ball for the regular season to make more home runs. Seems like they've now gone the other way for the postseason. Oh right, yeah, yeah, which is just a strange. Yeah, which, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't. It. I don't really mind that much. I suppose I. I wouldn't mind it if if they came out and said like, oh, that we're doing this to, uh, I don't know, make it, make games closer or something in the postseason. Yeah, but they, I mean, a lot they, of people probably be quite outraged. It does seem a bit strange using different sorts of balls um, for the regular season, the postseason. But I wouldn't mind too much if they like honestly came out and said it. But it seems like that is exactly what they've done. But they just—it's sneaky, isn't it? It's so sneaky because yeah, I and mean, we've said so many times that postseason baseball is different, but they actually seem to be manufacturing it so it's different. Yeah, because more people are watching, or what? I, I don't know. Is, it's a bit. Dodgy is probably a bit extreme, but it's is odd, and it's like they don't think anyone's going to find out. Yeah. Why do they not tell anyone? Like, obviously, someone finds out within a few games of this happening that there's enough data that they can figure it out. Yeah, I know. Have you seen the charts as well? It's like really yeah. like obvious. It's like all year it's been like about the same level of drag on the ball, and the postseason, like the, like it's got data. The swallow sort of data points for each week. Um, and then the f- two weeks of the postseason, they're like, you know, way up. Yeah. Um, and we need to quickly talk about the uh, the other the American League series before we finish. Well, the, the Clash of the Titans. Yeah. Although. Well. Is it? Yeah, I mean it. <laughs> The, the rotation against the lineup is kind of what I was going for. Oh right. I mean, the Astros lineup is pretty good. Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's why it doesn't really work that well. Yeah, I don't think this. I think the Astros are going to win this quite comfortably. I think quite a lot depends on Granky, who's starting Game One. I didn't realise until the other day that his postseason record is actually pretty ordinary. Oh. Is in in Clayton Kershaw territory. Yeah, obviously not. I, I, not I guess so we'll see tonight then. So you're saying if if the Astros win this first game, they're like 
absolutely in control. He's got a 4.58 postseason. Yeah, I mean, I think I've got to win game one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I find it very hard to see past them. But he got... I, I, in fact, I watched that as well. I've had a bit of bad luck with some of the games I've watched. I've watched a couple of really good ones this postseason. I've followed like the extended highlights of most of quite a few others. But I also watched this one where Grenke got completely blown up by the Rays. Oh, yeah, I think I saw that. And that, yeah, that that was just over. That was Is one of those the early ones. Maybe it's that the early games have all been terrible. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe just been completely screwed by that. But his his performances, the the it seems silly to say a game one start is the decider in a seven game series. But Verlander, when rested, and Cole Cole's streak of ten strikeout games that he's on, it's just it's just stupid stuff. It's really yeah. really stupid. Yeah, you you I don't really feel like the Yankees have a chance in those games, which seems ridiculous. Yeah, I know I know we talked up their we talked up their pitching a bit, but I I I don't know if you can like any of their starters are gonna do the sort of thing those guys are doing because they're managing to go deep as well. I mean racking up strikeouts and going deep into the game is tends to be quite a good combination. Yeah. Yeah it is, isn't it? And that's um That's basically what they keep doing. What they're doing. That, uh, yeah, they obviously though. The, well, the Nationals are the other really strong rotation that we've been talking about, but the Astros actually um, have a bit of a bullpen, don't they? Yeah, a bit, a bit more than the Washingtons. Yeah, it, it's not even a bullpen by committee, is it? It must be something else because it's is the same committee you sit on the starting pitcher's table. It's a strange, yeah, strange deal they've got going on there. It's and just it seems one to get a new committee every year. And I, all the relievers they have their yearly, their yearly uh, like reshuffle of the committee, yeah. and it always the same it's, results. It's, yeah, and then they just have to fire that committee, but they still have got them on the postseason roster for some reason. They've got yeah. all these guys who must just not get into games. You just sit in the bullpen, and then occasionally Max Scherzer comes and throws in front of them and goes out and goes to the mound. Yeah, and then they all must run be- out after Max Scherzer to go and celebrate winning the division series. Do you see that? Yeah, yeah. It must be pretty pretty demoralising for those guys, isn't it? Yeah, maybe. Well, also, they're probably not that demoralising. I mean, they're, no. they're three wins away from the World Series. I think they'll live. Oh, yeah, they are, aren't they? Jesus. Which is an incredible thing to say. First time they've got to the second round since they moved to Washington. That is actually... That makes you realise, actually, there's not that long left, is there? No. Nope. Potentially, I mean, like last year's postseason rushed away, didn't it? Because there was some, well, the the Red Sox beat the Astros comfortably, didn't they? And the other one went yeah. to seven games. And then the World Series was sort of a non-contest. It, at this point, the season can be over very quickly. Like if, if say, you get a good out from Granky today. Yeah, yeah. But like that could like be what I was and, saying with these rotations, those two series could, if they all turn up, could both just be sweeps. Yeah, it um, seems we're, extreme. We're, I mean, we're not winning any money by next week. Yeah, I'd want like yeah, I want quite like not long odds on that. It's a Saturday, not next week. Because in this Monday, I mean the one after. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. Anyway, 
is that that's probably enough do you think that's probably enough for now yeah I let's mean, let's wrap up with that we're running out of time anyway again yeah so um we've actually got enough time to plug the website if, if anyone wants to look at the website you, you can do that franchisesports.co.uk yeah occasionally some articles on there about hopefully, various hopefully some more in the things. next few weeks it's been a bit quiet because it's been tricky over the postseason, but there'll be a lot coming up. Yeah, and the basketball season's starting. If you like basketball, um, so yeah, see you next time, or or you can listen to us next time. Actually, I can't really see any of you. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>